This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to the Fly the W podcast, Season 1, Episode 5, calling this one, The Cubs Have All-Stars? Great interview, Crowley. Lance had a lot of great information. Definitely hope everybody was able to check that out. Now, something we're definitely keeping an eye on with this mix of vets and young guys is is roster news. And um, I think the biggest roster news, I think the first thing we have to uh, we have to discuss is Seiya Suzuki, who was the Cubs big offseason pickup, started out red hot, playing a great right field, hitting the heck out of the ball. He went down with a finger injury. And it looks like he could be back this weekend when they hit up Yankee Stadium out in New York. That's the hope right now. He did take batting practice on Wednesday. So what they're doing now is he's, he's resuming baseball activities. They want to see how the finger responds. The point of it is, is they don't feel that they need him to do any kind of minor league assignment. So when Suzuki's ready, he will be joining. He's, he's with the club right now and he'll be joining the major league team right away and hopefully able to help out. So when Suzuki is back in right field, Crowley, and I can't wait for him to get back. I can't wait to see him. You're going to have Suzuki in right field. You're going to have Morell out in center, and you're probably going to have Ian Happ in left more times than not, right? Would you say that's accurate? Sounds fair. Yes. Okay. So what happens to Jason Hayward? Now the Cubs were rained out on Wednesday but Hayward had started on Tuesday and he was supposed to start on Wednesday. I mean, is what's going on? Why is he, why is he still, why is he still starting? And once Suzuki gets back, when would we potentially see Jason Hayward start again? The $47 million question you're asking there, Dustin, (laughs) I have, I wish somebody could explain it to me and I have no answer that I could give the listeners that would satisfy them. All I know is, is I would like either Jed Hoyer or David Ross. I want someone to take accountability for this and say, I'm the one that makes the lineup or I'm the one saying that Jason Hayward needs to play because if it, if it's David Ross putting him every day in every day, then Jed Hoyer just needs to DFA him. That's my opinion. If you're not sitting there and uh, getting as much as you can, as much looks as you can at, Rafael Ortega and taking a look at Clint Frazier. There exactly. Is- Clint Frazier. I mean, what, I mean, is Clint Frazier in the doghouse with David Ross? Doesn't make any sense. And I don't want to hear about the metrics. I don't want to hear that he does this against this type of guy or does that against that type of guy. I want to see Clint Frazier. 
It's 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 as frustrating as it can be. It, it, it's it's there is there is no logical explanation for it, and I, I wish I had one, and because I would love to be the one that broke the news, but there's nothing I got. I'm 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 clueless, and we got three with the Yankees. Uh, what do you? How many games do you think Jason Hayward starts out of those three? Well, I'm gonna guess one. I'm gonna guess one. I'm hoping none, but if I had to bet on it, I would say he starts one game. And I would say he gets four at bats over the three days. All right, I, I, I think he's going to get two starts. That's just my oh, feeling. Oh, Crowley, please no, <laughs> please no, please, please no. It's 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 unfortunately, I, I'm not sure if Say is going to be back this series. Maybe he will but be. It but means if, I, okay, let me backtrack a sec. I'm assuming Suzuki's back, so that okay. means Suzuki should start once. Frazier should definitely start two times, maybe. Maybe once in right field and maybe once as a DH. Let's see. Let's see what motivates this guy. Let's see him against his former team, the team that drafted him, and then the team that gave up on him. I want to see if that motivates this type of guy. That's important. And then fine. Go ahead and let him start one game because he's your buddy, David Ross, and he used to buy you a suite on the road. I think more than anything, this really hurts David Ross as a manager because that's what people think. They think, you you know, remember that was the big knock when they hired David Ross, is how is he going to be able to manage guys that he was friends with? This was back with John Lester on the team and Anthony Rizzo and all that stuff. And that was always, that was the big question with the hiring of David Ross. And now you have Jason Hayward, who, as you mentioned, they were teammates in Atlanta and uh, Hayward uh, was treated very well by David Ross. So the last season Ross played, Hayward paid to have him get his own suite so he could bring his family to all the games, et cetera, et cetera. This just looks bad because there is, you're, there's nothing you're doing. There's nothing he offers you. He's not an elite center fielder ever. He, he's not an elite right fielder anymore. He hasn't hit through the duration of the contract. So what is it that he gives you that you just must play him all the time? There's nothing. So it, it really, to me, it looks like, like David Ross is helping out a buddy. That's the only thing I can think of, and I hope I'm wrong. But as of now, I have no other explanation. Baseball nepotism at its finest, Crowley. Okay, before we get a little deeper into the Yankee series, another guy that not making as much money, not even close to what um, our friend Jason Hayward makes, is David Bodie. But here's another guy that unless there's an injury, I don't think we need to see David Bodie play again for the Cubs. And it's too bad because he's a great story. Seems like a great guy, but we don't need to see him again. Do we Crowley? No, I really don't think we do, but I don't think that's going to be a problem, at least in the, in the short term, because he was pulled from a rehab assignment in Iowa where he has been uh, doing his rehab. Uh, He's having some sort of dizzy spells of some kind. And it's been, uh, he was eligible to return from the IL on Monday but he's been struggling. He's hitting 178 in Iowa, so I don't even know how you could even think about calling him back up. Um, so that's that's something that I, I can't see him coming up in the next, let's say, three weeks would be my timetable on that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And again, no disrespect to David Bodie. Wish him well. He's had a couple of big moments, jump off your couch moments, if you will. Um, but I don't need to see him play at Clark and Addison anymore. Okay, Crowley. Now here we go. We've got the Cubs. We've got the Yankees. I mean, you talk about blue chippers in, in all of baseball, right? Yankees, obviously, way more championship. Yankees in first place, maybe the best lineup in all of baseball. This is what's great about interleague, a series like this. So the Cubs head out to New York. This is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Game one, we got Miley coming back for the Cubs. Give me an idea, Crowley, about how you feel about interleague play and how you what will be okay. I had said earlier today on the score on the Mully and Haw show, kind of what I had said when they took on the White Sox. Just don't get swept. Just win one. Just win one, baby. I'll pull out my Al Davis card. Just win one, baby. Um, and it will be okay. I I but just don't get swept. I like interleague play. I know not everybody does, but I'm one of those guys that as a season ticket holder, I take a look and see the teams that maybe I haven't had an opportunity. I like to see the Cubs play different teams. So, you know, I'm, I have tickets to see them play the Red Sox and I'm going to see the Baltimore Orioles when they come into town and get to see some of the players I don't normally get to see. Um, and then on the flip side, it also allows me, and I didn't do anything this year because uh, I just renovated the clubhouse down here in my basement, but uh, I was I was planning on going to Baltimore. So do you see in different stadiums, the Cubs play in different stadiums? I'm with you on the fact that if the Cubs win one, I will be extremely ecstatic and impressed. This is a really good Yankees team. They're 40 and 16. They've won seven of their last 10. They are rolling. And on the flip side, the Cubs are 10 games under 500 at 23 and 33, and they've lost six out of their last 10. And what has been driving the Yankees has been this absolutely elite rotation. And they haven't announced starters yet, but they just had, they just lost, I think, last night against Minnesota. They had a bad loss, but they had a six game win streak, and it was their rotation. They have uh, Montgomery, Cortez, Tylone. Cole Severino, these guys are just absolute horses. These guys in their last in the six game win streak, they they pitched all of them pretty much pitched into the seventh inning, pitched seven innings. So you're not talking about the pull them out in the fifth. These guys are workhorses. They are tough, and then you know they got a pretty decent offense too. So Cortez, the Cubs definitely won't have to see. He just pitched. It doesn't right. look like they'll have to face Cole either. Um, so we talked about Miley's going to go game one. That's going to be on. That's going to be on Friday. Game two is Swarmer. Now I love the idea of Swarmer getting this start on the road against the Yankees. I think that's huge. This Swarmer's not 21. He's like 28, 26, somewhere in there, right? Right. You know, this is the time to see what he's got. Like I want to see what Clint Frazier has. I want to see what Swarmer has. Can he go in? I'm not asking him to have six strikeouts and no walks and one earned run over five and two thirds innings, nothing like that. But what will he be like? Can he, can he rise up to that moment? And then game three Crawley is TBD. And now we get into a really interesting question. Yesterday's game was rained out. Marcus Stroman was scheduled to throw. He then supposedly did a bullpen and Kyle Hendricks has not pitched since June 1st. Don't you want to see Kyle Hendricks against Anthony Rizzo. Don't you want to see 
what Marcus Stroman has as he goes back to New York to show up the city that kind of turned their back on him. These are the things I'm looking forward to seeing, and I'm afraid that we're not going to see them. I'm with you on that one. It's good to see Miley getting back on the mound. And Swarmer is someone that has, you know, I, I went back and looked. I'm like, what did I miss? And he really wasn't in anybody's, you know, top, you know, prospect picks and all those lists. Everybody has a list. And so, yeah, what do you have and, and prove it on a big stage? He, he showed what he had against the Cardinals, and he did really good against the Brewers. And this team is by far the best that he's going to face so far. So I'm, I'm excited and, and hopeful but I'm, I'm also understanding of the idea that this is not an easy task. And just because he has one bad outing against the Yankees doesn't mean he should get, you know, a couple more looks. As far as, as, as uh, you know, taking a look at the two veteran pitchers on this team of Stroman and Hendricks, they're saying that Kyle Hendricks is healthy and they're just saying, you know, just some workload management. But it's been kind of a rough season for Kyle, you know, not that many great starts in there. I want to say he had one quality start that I can remember off the top of my head, but you know, maybe just maybe I, I, he has some dead arm. I have no idea, but it is surprising June 1st, you know, that's, that's a little while right now. So you got three guys that could potentially make that start. You got Stroman, like you pointed out, he, he threw a bullpen. Maybe he goes, maybe he doesn't Hendricks who hasn't pitched since June 1st. And then if you go with Justin Steele, that would be one week since his last start. So he pitched on Sunday night baseball uh, against the Cardinals. So those are the three guys in the mix right there. And as much as you want to see Stroman, and, and I, I talked, I interviewed Stroman at Club 400, and he didn't have a great experience with New York fans. I'll say, I'll say that. And then with Kyle Hendricks, you know, I want to know, can, is he okay? Can he be a decent pitcher, much less dominant pitcher? And then, you know, then you got Justin Steele. Maybe he goes and, and you know, builds off that start that he had against the Cardinals. Yeah, we hope that it's a building block. All right, Crowley, that's a wrap. Season one, episode five, it's in the books. We're going to have episode six for you very early next week. And, of course, we'll start out by reviewing the Yankee series that we just previewed for us. We hope that you're enjoying the podcast. We want you to follow us. We want you to listen to us. We want you to download. We want you to rate it. We want you to subscribe. We've also got a new email address, Crowley. Tell them how they can email the show. You can email us at flythew670 at gmail.com. So send us your questions. We'll answer some early next week when we record this thing and recap uh, the Yankee series. And that will be season one, episode six. And hopefully by the time we get back here, we've had an opportunity to fly the W. Fly the W!